Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to a beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Spring Developer Advocate Josh Long, and this show is all about the real heroes behind Spring and its ecosystem. Hi, welcome to another installment of a beautiful podcast. How are you this fine Thursday, the 23rd of February? Can you believe it's already the th- 23rd? I can't. You know what that means? Uh, it means, what does it mean? It means we're basically almost at March. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's insane to me. The year has gone by so quickly, uh, in part because in my head, I sort of mark it as like two halves already, right? In the first half, I was uh, happy and, and cold, uh, and then I got COVID, and then I was kind of, I had COVID, and that wasn't great. And then and then, uh, and then I was fine, you know, I'm, I'm fine now. Uh, and so I was happy, but now I'm a little bit warmer, you know, and that's how my brain kind of sees the year so far. I've been living on the stream uh, as well. I've been on the streaming thing. I've been doing videos and stuff. So I, I, it's been an adventure. You can, it's, I've, it's not been very long, but, but you can already see, you can already hear and see uh, my progress this year. Like if you look at my first streams way back in like the beginning of, not the beginning, but kind of in the middle of January or whatever, uh, then, then yeah, you can see it's already, you know, my, my, uh, my, well, in the videos where I'm doing live streams, you can see my hair has changed. My everything's I've gotten a little bit slimmer, maybe a little fatter. I don't know. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Uh, all that. All that to say, time has certainly passed for me, and I can feel it. But it's also a bit surprising at the speed at which it has passed. Right? I, I'm. Uh, we're already talking about summer break, uh, and spring hasn't even arrived yet. Right? Spring is almost here. Right? Um, when is spring? Spring begins March twentieth and ends June twentieth. We've got a month until spring starts. And my kid's like, well, what are we going to do for summer break? And I'm like, let's just talk about spring. <laughs> we got spring break to sort out first, kid. You know, like, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to have so much fun this year. Um, uh, at least we're going to try. We're going to try. That's all we can do is promise ourselves that we're going to try. And so a um, little bit of little bit of show notes here. Tomorrow morning, I'll be doing a webinar um, with the fine folks over at uh, JetBrains. For um, I'll be it's called Beautiful Spring Boot Three. So join me there. That'll be a lot of fun. That's at 8 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow, which is uh, 11 Eastern time, and uh, you know what is that? Eight uh, four o'clock in the afternoon in the UK, five o'clock in in Central Europe, uh, and uh, and so on. Right? It just goes on down the line. So five in the afternoon, right? Um, UK. So uh, sorry, uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, UK. Five o'clock in the afternoon, Central Europe, uh, etc. Um, or Western Europe, actually, I should say. Western Europe. Central Europe is, what, 6? Six? 6 o'clock, right? So maybe it's... Yeah, I think it is. Whatever. Either way, uh, late late evening, late afternoon, rather, for folks in Europe, um, early morning-ish, or morning-ish for those of us in the Americas, uh, except for, for example, like Brazil. Parts of Brazil will be four hours ahead, so it'll be noon... Um, when I start, so they'll they'll be starting their afternoon. But you know, basically accessible to most folks on the planet. Hopefully, you'll join us. It'll be so much fun. And don't come for me. I mean, I'm, you know, you can do a lot better than me. But come for Malagupta. She's my uh, one of my one of my heroes. If she's a friend, uh, she's a uh, a Java champion. She's a developer advocate at JetBrains. You know, just a legend, a legend all around. She'll be the host there, and so even if you don't get anything particularly useful out of the show uh, with me, you can certainly ask her questions, and she's done Java certification books and uh, and the like, and, uh, you know, just just a great, 
great, great mind of our time. So, friends, um, that'll be tomorrow morning. Like I say, 8 a.m., join us, JipBrains. It's online. It's free. Register now. Uh, just look at my Twitter handle, at Starbucksman, S-T-R-B-U-X-M-A-N, uh, on Twitter. And I'm sure I've got tweets, in, in recent tweets, uh, promoting the registration link and all that. So, join us. It'll be super fun. Um, and then, of course, tomorrow I've got a couple of, uh, on my stream, back on uh, YouTube.com, at Coffee Software. I'm starting to cross the streams. Uh, I know the Ghostbusters said you shouldn't do that, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So today's episode is the first time I've had a guest on the show who also appeared on my YouTube channel, right? Um, uh, my YouTube channel is at, at Coffee Software, so YouTube.com forward slash at Coffee Software, one word, lowercase, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there, you know, I'm starting to do these episodes. I've done more than 200, uh, almost 220 episodes now uh, with different people. These are people all around the industry who do amazing things um, in the ecosystem, usually Java and Spring, almost always Java and Spring. Um, uh, and they're just doing amazing things. They're really smart people. And I, uh, you know, 200, almost 220 conversations that I've had, 220 episodes, discussions, podcasts, you know, whatever, audio but for, for me, it's always been visual. In my head, when I think of these wonderful uh, conversations, I think of these wonderful smiling faces uh, opposite of which I'm sat and, uh, and facing, right? Um, a lot of times they're online these days as of late since the pandemic. But before that, it was always with other people. And I was usually in a small, like, I'd be, I'd, we'd, we'd secret away and find a table or a room or whatever. And we'd just have the conversation. And I just love that. I loved the visual aspect of it, and so now through the miracle of motion pictures, I've uh, I'm able to bring these conversations to you live on on YouTube. And the best part about it about that is you can ask questions if you have comments, if you want to feedback, you want to whatever. Join the conversation, right? You can literally be in the conversation. Uh, and I've got two tomorrow, right? One with uh, a Spring Batch lead Mahmoud Benassin, uh, and another one with Spring Cloud Stream lead Oleg Zurkuski, and um, that's after. The JetBrains webinar. So tomorrow morning, just there's going to be three different live streams: one on JetBrains's channel and one on my channel. Um, with uh, you know, just lots of spring. It'll be fun. Join me. Um, uh, I can't wait. And you know what? Like I said, this is my first today's episode. The one you're about to hear in minutes or seconds, even if I just hurry up and shut up, uh, is with Glenn Renfro, lead of Spring Cloud Task and uh, all-around amazing human being. Right. Um, so. Let's just get right to it, my friends. There's just a lot to get into, and I think you're going to enjoy it. And if you want to see him, you want to see what a lovable goofball this wonderful, amazing human being is, uh, you can watch the YouTube channel. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll even remember to put that in the show notes in the, in the link for the podcast. Maybe. Good luck. See you all next time. But I don't know how, so this is first time crossing the streams, right? I've never done this before. Um, I don't even know if there's a way to get for me to rescue the audio from this recording once we're done with it. I presume I could just go to YouTube and download the video or something. But again, never done it. So why would, it, why would that be a thing? The other thing that's kind of awkward for me is this is a, um, this is later in the afternoon. I mean, it's for you, it's much later, but for me, it's also like two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, technically it's afternoon for me. I just got off the horn with my mood and it's like 11 o'clock for him. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, you want a trooper. Uh, what a trooper. I love that guy. I love, I love everybody on our team. My point is, I don't know to what extent our, um, 
Well, yeah, Mahmoud's in, in France. That's you know Western Europe. Like, that's that's yeah. kind of indicative of the of of a huge chunk of the audience that won't be able to join us. So hmm, we might wait. Wait. Oh, I see one person. Hey, one. one person. How are you? Yeah, like it's it's fine. These live streams, even when I do them live right now, because I have such a small, you know, small uh, 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 audience at the moment. Um, even then, if, if I get like twenty people, I'm 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 ecstatic. But this is here. We're doing this one way later in the day. People in Europe and in EMEA, basically, writ large, they're hopefully fast asleep, uh, um, dreaming of you know a wonderful things. code that they're going to write tomorrow and right. and and make it just tested and beautiful. Oh, hold on, let me think about that thought. Oh. That's just wonderful. All right, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. That was I was going to dream on tonight. Not now. Later. Later. Right. Don't don't later. Sleep yet. So yeah. So we're gonna do this live. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to have. I've never done a podcast interview live. Usually it's just this cozy fireplace affair. You know, like uh, like we just we have some apple juice and some marshmallows and stuff like that. But okay, good for those of you joining us. I appreciate that. Um, there's, uh, can you see what? What can you see on the other side, Glenn? What What is your? I see you on my left. I see myself on the right. I see hang on, hack on code, hang out below, green background. Do you see the chat? Huh? Do you see the chat? I mean, there is no chat at the moment. Yeah, I see a chat. I see private chat to my right and comments. Yes, comments is where. So, if you're out there, world, would you say hi to Glenn Renfro? Hi, or, world. Yeah, just say in the chat. I'm waiting for the people to. Just to acknowledge that this magic trick is working. Okay, so let's do this. We're, we're, we're live. Um, hopefully, we'll get some interesting feedback and comments. Today, my friends, we are joined. Uh, we're crossing the streams, right? We're going to do this live, and then I'll take this audio, and we'll put it on the podcast tomorrow. So the seven of you who are here, write me out. Hey, seven uh, people. Hey, there's Dan Vega. Coolest, cool, hey! Two coolest people on the planet. Well, that there's you got that right for one of us, at least. That's, that's Glenn. He is one of the coolest people on this or any other Planet writ large, bar none, full stop. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. So that's uh, that's Glenn. Glenn Renfro, can you introduce yourself? I, I just butchered it. I undersold you. Oh, and, no, uh, no, no, never. No, oh, oh really quick. Oh, so uh, I am on the Spring team. I work on the Spring Cloud data flow, Spring Cloud task. Uh, when my mood says, okay, Glenn, I'll let you work on it today, Spring uh, Batch. Uh, and when Oleg says, oh, man, this is bad stuff. Okay, I even work on Spring Cloud Stream from time to time. When I am not doing that, I'm also on the board of directors of AJUG and DevNexus. And so I uh, work on that as well. Uh, I am a, uh, I've been with my partner for 29 years, going on 30 years. Bless her heart. She is wow. a fantastic lady and uh, two kids, both in college. So, of course, I am, uh, what's, what they call that, broke? So, no, <laughs> so it's actually, <laughs> but actually, no, I, I, gosh, I love what I do. And uh, Dev Nexus is right around the corner. That's going to be April 4th through the 6th. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they claim it's the largest Java conference in the U.S. or North America. So, um, yeah, it's one of the largest on the planet. You know, full stop. It's for Java. Certainly. Really? Yeah. Okay, so planet. Oh, yeah. So we've got planet wide. Woo! Yeah, I mean, for for especially if you just think of it as like a Java show. I mean, I know there's a occasionally other talks there, but is it fair to say that the uh, it's a Java show or at least the preponderance it is, it is, of talks it is, there? It is a Java show 
JVM, you know, you know. Java, Java frameworks. We, we, you know, we're getting more cloudy these days. Where you know, you know, there's there's so much in the world that's going to uh, deploying on Kubernetes and other cloud sources. So you know, we've got a cloud track there that kind of discusses how Java Java interfaces with that. Uh, the price is right now. I wrote it down. It's five ninety five. Even if you type in for uh, uh, for at least another few days, I love Java, all caps, no letters. You get 25% off of that ticket price. Wait, wait. So, um, you cut out for a second, but I get the feeling you're trying to give away money. Let's try that again. You're saying if people sign up or something, I gather? But if they, if they, if they, so basically, like you go to devnexus.com, it's $595, $595, not $5.95, $595 USD. We'll talk about that in a second. To, That's cheap. Go on. Yet to, that's cheap. That's dirt cheap. And uh, you go in, and if you say "I love Java," all caps, um, when you sign out, log out, or as you as you're uh, creating your cart, you get another twenty five percent off of that. And so the best of one hundred sixty yeah, something uh, less than six hundred. Yeah, it's like it goes from five ninety five to like now. Mind you, this is not a quote, but it's like under five hundred bucks. Yeah. So and and these are. It, it, the, the best part is, is that the reason we could do this is a volunteer driven. It's actually AJUG, Atlanta Java user groups is what puts this on. Yeah. And it's, we get, you know, it's, uh, we're going to have, oh, now I got to check, but it's like 11 tracks this year. Wow. And so uh, there's going to be these people like, oh, who's this? Josh, Josh, Josh Long's going to be there. Uh, Dan Vega, Doctor, uh, Doctor, uh, you're going to be there. Ben Cat, huh? You're going to be there. I will be there. I will be there. I'm actually giving a talk on modulus this year, which is going to be cool. So, oh, uh, amazing oh, thing. Are you going to be? What, do you wanna, can you highlight? Can you preview some of? I mean, for those of us in the club who want to know, uh, will you be able to preview? Maybe now, uh, some of maybe the, some of the T-shirts we might expect from you. This, oh, the T-shirts! Uh, oh gosh, oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, that's basically well, why I, I go to these shows. So, well, this year, this one is the classic. So, I am, I, folks, I'm not religious. Uh, I, 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 I am Star Trek and Star Wars. So, please forgive <laughs> me. It doesn't mean that I have not made a decision. It's just I'm, I like both. And this one happens to be. Um, Federation uh, Space Camp. It, uh, it was all fun and games until they hand me this red shirt. So, <laughs> just okay. letting y'all know. Uh, so there will be a shirt dealing with mathematics this year. Yes, I will do a repeat of uh, what is a cloud. <laughs> uh, when a child asks a father, "What is a cloud?" and I'm trying to think what other specialty one. Uh, and I, I, I don't know if I'm going to wear code blooded again. That one was popular a couple of years ago I wore, but uh, so I, uh, I, I kind of like that one. But I did it for spring one this year, so I might have another special surprise T-shirt there for y'all. Okay, I can't wait. You know I can't wait. I love it. My, my all-time favorite, especially coming from you, is uh, in my defense, I was less unsupervised. You know, that was yes, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so good. It's perfect, uh, especially when – Especially when you, anybody else, nobody else would could wear it and have it and land, have it land the same way. Uh, but you do somehow. Amazing. Um, okay, DevNexus. So, so let's talk about it. You were saying that the yes. age of puts this thing together. That is to say, is it like a nonprofit or a charity or whatever? It's I don't know. Non-profit. It's a nonprofit right. organization that puts it on. 
Um, we, you know, we, we started off, gosh, like I'm going to, I can't say exact year, but I think it's like 15 years ago and it's been just growing ever since. And so it's literally a, uh, like, you know, this year, I think, you know, we've had it where it's like 2000 and after we had uh, the COVID uh, hiccup, um, you know, we're building back our numbers back from, uh, that hiccup. So, uh, right now we are going to have a just about as big conference this year um like i said we got like 11 tracks uh like uh, we're going to have nate's going to be there nate shooter is going to be there deshaun's going to be there yeah. uh, whitney's going to be there like i said dr ben cat's going to be there a guy named, a guy named spencer gibbs going to be oh, there now, uh, the names are already rocket fuel, but now we're now we're cooking with gas. Now we're bringing now we're bringing it in. It's it's yeah. uh, who else is going to come in? Uh, Oleg's going to be there this year. Zudev uh, or Zerkuski? Zerkuski. So uh, Springcloud Stream represents. Um, Spring Security folks are going to be Josh Cummings coming. That's right, Josh coming. So we got a Josh lot of folks that are going to show up, huh? Going to come to the show. Yeah, because yes, he's going to be there. It's in his name. I, it's, uh, yeah, he's yeah. coming. He is coming there. And yeah. now, if I, uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Ivanov is going to be there. He's oh, actually yes. leading the Spring Boot uh, workshop. So if y'all want to do workshops, then we have workshops too. And right. so far as I know, Miss, uh, Mr. Phil Webb will be there too. <gasps> yeah, that's what so I'm hearing. So we'll see. Oh, I'm a fan. Yeah. I love him. I know. I wonder if he can sign my source code. Oh. <laughs> Digitally sign it. I'm on it, man. I'm on it. <laughs> get him to like just print it out. Like, please sign this. Yeah. So or just get him to sign a computer, you know? That'd be even better. Get him to sign my a computer with GitHub displayed. <laughs> Would you sign my Commodore 64 for me, please? Here's the Sharpie. Just sign it across the top here. <laughs> oh yeah. So so okay. It's gonna be epic. And the reason it's gonna be epic is because you throw an amazing show right now. I don't know if you know this, Glenn. You uh, you just mentioned you just talked about this, right? You just talked about um, being broke, and I, I like to think of it as being joyfully insolvent, right? Like I I have a, <laughs> like I have I have a, I have a daughter, and I too have memories of what it was like to be uh, uh, you know to have money in my bank account. But now those days are long gone. And Zero I feel like, plus one U.S. dollar. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. successful. <laughs> I made last year. I made. 5,000% more money than I did the year before, but the year before was still zero. So, uh, <laughs> Well, yeah. you know, that's what uh, I, I always say, you know, it's like, what, so, you know, what do you get paid for doing DevNext? So I said, really, it's for the community. I love being a part of the yeah. Java community. I love doing open source. I just, I'm, I love everything about open source. And I said, so I get paid a lot and, and I get paid in jackets, t-shirts, uh, <laughs> bed bags, uh, socks. Right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, and, 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 sharp pins that go into the wrong parts of your, like you're like putting it on your shirt, but then it goes into your actual, your actual heart. And you're like, Oh, that's not great. You know, <laughs> I love great. spring and Java, but not that much. <laughs> just popping blood. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's the things we do for software. So yeah, that, that so joyfully insolvent. Um, anyway, it's, it's, it's spreading is all I'm trying to say now yeah. because of the economy. Uh, it feels like we all have kids, even though those of us who don't. And, uh, so a cheap conference that's within a quick four-hour flight. I mean, Atlanta's pretty Please. easy to get yes. to for most of the continental U.S., and it's uh, you can't beat the price. I mean, truly, I'm not, that's not hyperbolic. 
You just can't. They, they, nobody, and unless, unless they're actively trying to lose money, there's no other show out there that gives you this much for that price or anything well, close to that price. The know? best part is it's like, you know, I'm going to name drop people, but it's like, you know, you got Pratik and Vincent who've been oh, doing yeah. it for years and years. they just know how to do it. We've got a new board member, Najee, who's just, oh man, she came in and she just brought so many great ideas. Um, I, I, I can't, so we talked about, there's things I can't reveal yet, but there's a couple of things that we're going to have. So keep an eye on the site of some stuff that's coming out that it was like, Najee, that is an awesome idea. And right. so uh, I'll tell you offline and y'all just have to keep an eye on the site to see what they are. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. I mean, so, you already uh, told us some of the, some of the people that are going to be there. So whatever is left is like, I, I don't even, if that's, if that's not the secret, then I'm just, oh, wow. I can't even imagine. Yeah. You're giving away leveraging. Is that it? Just not. Well, just what blink I think is, well, the thing that I love about these types of things is folks, it is just, so you, so you meet somebody that you've known or watched for years, or you learn from, and you're like, I, I'm actually talking with this person right now. And they're actually answering my questions. And, and, they're actually, it, and it's the hallway track. It is meeting yeah. people and having spontaneous conversations and where they go. You can't simulate that online. You know, even if you're typing along, um, you know, I'll answer your questions, but I'd lose that, that characterization of just being with you and, talking mm -hmm. with you and it's ah oh, so but that's the wonderful thing about this so so for 595 I, I mean it sounds like i'm plugging it i am but it's really it's like folks this is for the community and you know this is the best part you come in you learn you get to share uh you know we got food the night was like the like the fifth like with the fifth which is the first night of it we have a mixer so there's going to be some alcohol involved so you got to oh. be over 21 I know. But wait, and actually, it, over 21, that's a that's fair. I assume there's going to be a fair number of those. What about, yeah. say, under like 18 contingent? Uh, not for alcohol. They can't be there. It's just that we have non-alcoholic stuff. You know, you'll be carded. You have to show us your little card, right? No, no I mean, it's a, for the rest yeah. of the show, is there like a hackathon for kids or – like no, this year, this year we are focusing mostly on the conference this year. And mm -hmm. uh, but that doesn't mean that our group isn't involved. I know like Laura is she's working with a group um, uh, of uh, uh, judging a competition for high schoolers doing robots. Uh, nice. We've got, oh, so, we've cool. got uh, so oh, there's other uh, women who code. We'll have a uh -huh. special breakfast. I think it's going to be the sixth was the fifth, but I think we moved it to the sixth. So the women who code, there's going to be a special breakfast for there. So be sure to sign up for that. Nice. Um, and then um, what else? We've got uh, we've got other couple of several other organizations. Uh, the uh, we're going to have the Jug Leadership Conference. It's going to be happening the fourth with us at the same time. We co-host that. So mm -hmm. if you're a Jug leader, uh, just let us know. Free admission if you are a Jug leader. Um, or you're on the board of a jug, uh, just sign up, come on in, right? So, Wait, so uh, you, if you weren't, yeah, so that just, that's just, you realize, Glenn, you don't have to do all this work since you're already a jug leader. You could just get in for free, right? Like, you, I, you, I, you give 110% to run the show, and I always thought just because you wanted to get in for free, but no, you already have a ticket in. No, 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 but you missed. You can get in for free, but you don't get the jacket or the bag or the socks. I mean, it, it's the, got to give the presentation or... Right, those are expensive. I believe me. <laughs> <laughs> really expensive. Like, 
But, oh, but I, I can't say, now, we do something that we do, like, if you also, with your registration, you get fed while you're there, you also mm-hmm. get a t-shirt, I saw the t-shirt, and guess who put the t-shirts together, it was Vincent, so, yeah, they're always good, and if you speak, you do get the special oddball shirt, so, folks, look out for the oddball shirts that the, some of the speakers will be wearing, because we're going to be giving those out um he's done a good job this year that's all i'm gonna say he's done a good job on that shirt this year so i i this is one of the shows where when i was traveling when i was on planes and you know the world was smaller um didn't matter where i was i would find a way to get back to atlanta i'd get to Atlanta. like it didn't matter i i almost left a laptop in israel just so <laughs> oh. sure. just so i could be sure because i was uh i was in uh Israel and, and that year I had visited a lot of other uh, countries, I mean, just a, a ridiculous amount of countries, I guess. And so there was just, you know, as, as you know, in the same way that the TSA has sometimes done uh, to, well, not just sometimes, in, in, in the same way that sometimes people have an uncomfortable experience entering and exiting uh, America, the, the um, equivalent of the TSA over there was a, uh, uh, less than friendly and uh, detained me for like three hours and uh well whatever i don't i don't even like all i'm trying to say is it was an experience and at the end of it they you know after they asked after everybody asked me the same pointless questions over and over and over and over and over eventually uh they're like okay you're fine but we're gonna keep your laptop i was like okay i don't care i gotta go like i gotta i got a flight to go and then they didn't keep my laptop but they said no you can't keep your laptop we're gonna put it in the hole of the ship and i was like why? What? Uh, whatever. I don't care. I gotta go. I gotta get to Atlanta. I gotta go. I almost missed my flight. You know that was a, and, and I w- didn't even care about. I was like, okay, if I don't ever see that laptop again, fine. <laughs> like I bought it. I, I don't care. But I was. I had a very tight timeline. I had to get back to uh, Atlanta. You know. And uh, as it turned out, they 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 did a good job. They kept my laptop in great uh, what's padding and all that. You know and. And me, I don't need extra padding. I was already padded, so they didn't bother with me. But they, we were all on the plane. It was fine. And everybody got every, – my laptop and I got to Atlanta in time. Um, but I, I think about that all the time. DevNexus is, you know, I'll cross continents, countries, time zones, uh, weather conditions, weather patterns, whatever, to get to DevNexus because it's just a show, you know, that I just love. Great show, great people, great uh, audience, great community, great food. Great barbecue in the in the in the city uh, if you're into that kind of thing and I, I am. I owe, I owe you and Nate barbecue. That's that is that is on the itinerary. Yes, 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 yes. It's one of the things. So I mean, that's I come, another place I can't mention. I'm taking y'all to a place. It's it's good. Trust me. I'll make sure y'all are taken care of on the barbecue. You just went. What? You're just you're 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 you cut out for like a minute. I hope you're still there. You see mm-hmm. me. I see you. Do you not see me? Or can you gotta hear me? Can you hear me? See me? Yeah, kinda. You're, Am I you're breaking frozen. Up or... I'm frozen. It's... Yeah, your face is frozen, and and it's peculiar. In a very awkward position, I would imagine. That's horrible. I can't. I, I'm oh. I'm moving freely. Huh. Uh oh, folks. Well, can y'all hear me? Just like put your hand over my face. You sound like R two D two. Ooh, hold on. Let's try this. Oh, well. Okay. Uh oh. Hold on. Let me check this. All right. Let's do this. Well, I mean. Hmm. Silver cam. 
Maybe it's just my view of the system. I don't know. I just work here. Let me um, check. Hold on. Okay, let's try this. Now, does this sound better or worse? Better? Or Much worse? better. Okay. Yeah. That was that was so weird. You were like R two D two for like a solid minute and a half. Oh, hold uh, on. Yeah, come on. Settings, camera, audio. Can you hear me? All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Is this, is this better? Yeah. I mean, nothing has changed as far as I can tell now that you're, everything's working. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're time? beautiful. Yeah, you're doing great. Oh, okay, good. Anyway, moving on. So um, enough about that. That was all just prelude. I don't even know. Or, we're not even, that's not even what I wanted to talk we're about. We're not even talking to the good stuff. Yeah, we got Let's get to the good stuff. We, we got all these people on the line, like like fish on a line, and we should we could talk about that for an hour. I know you are an avid uh, Fisher Fisher Glen. Um, yes, yes. I even put a sonar on my kayak, so I'm actually that's my next year's talking point. I'm going to actually like saying, "What can you do with sonar?" <laughs> <laughs> Sensor data. Yeah. Oh no. So so that kind of stuff. That's actually. That kind of stuff is near and dear to your heart, I know, because I mean, the fishing is one thing—the sport of fishing, the the, the kayaking, kayaking, fishing, the whole nine yards, just getting lost down a river somewhere. Right, and you know, you're not—you're never really lost. You're always somewhere nice to be, you know, on a good river. I—I'll um, I, never forget. I was in the middle of a swamp in Florida, and I said, "No one can reach me," and I'll never forget. But I always had my cell phone, so when I came off of the lake, I'd call my wife, "Hey, I'm off the—I'm off the lake, and, or off the river." And I'll never forget. I heard from the bow of the boat. Her, I went, "No more getting away from it all. It has found me." So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is no getting away anymore. I saw a surreal video on YouTube the other day, uh, which is how to get lost and never be found. Right. Wow. And it's like, why would you want to know that? I, we used to be able to do that. That was the default. Unless you knew what you were doing, that's what we did by default. And now it's like, I need instructions on how to do that. It's impossible now. You know, like, how do you just get away from it? I don't know. It's been so long since we even tried or knew or what. Um, but okay. But so anyway, needless to say, you are yeah. an expert in uh, stream processing, right? I, I uh, know a little bit about that. I know a little bit yeah. about batch. Fish stream uh, ephemeral. processing and messaging stream processing, all the streams really, just lots data, of data, data flowing kind yeah. of stuff. Yes. Yeah. So what do you? So you you work on? Um, ooh. Okay, I just got some great news, and yes? I can't share y'all. I can't oh. share with you. I can't. Okay. I Dang it, folks! Oh. Lots of stuff's happening. It's cool. That's all yeah, you need gonna... to know. I'm going to shut down this crazy iPad. It's just causing it's, By the way, it's back for those of you who are wondering with bated breath if I would ever be reunited. But yeah, the, uh, the FedEx people dropped it off uh, Tuesday, which is yesterday for those of you on uh, Earth. And um, yeah, it was, well, I guess it's now Wednesday. It's Thursday for some people. So for, for those of you on this particular section of Earth, my Tuesday, they dropped it off. So we're, we're back together. But anyway, so, okay, stream processing. What, what, what was your, your like... You, where did you start in the spring team? I mean, you've been on the show before, so I'm, I'm, we're going to be retreading some ground uh, for people who don't who've already listened. But just for those of you who are new, where did you start on the spring team? Like, what was your? Uh, I was hired to work on spring integration 
And they said, well, we have this project called XD. Can you work on it for a few months before you go to integration? So I started working on XD. And then XD became Dataflow. And I said, all right, I'll work. I, so I, this was a couple of years in. I start working on Dataflow. Then I go to meet, reach out to this guy named Michael Nella. And I said, do you need some help on Batch once in a while? And then I got involved with Batch and then Spring Cloud Task and Dataflow. And... Uh, then following that for a while, um, you know, from time to time, I'd say, can I help you all a little bit with stream? And, and uh, uh, oh, yeah, Oleg would say, okay, a little bit. Then I did a presentation with uh, Oleg last year on Spring Cloud Stream. Um, so it's kind of where they need me is where I kind of go. And right now I'm back on to task and data flow, Spring Cloud Task and Spring Cloud Data Flow. Right. And working on that. Um, working a little bit on this thing called Spring Academy. Uh, I don't know if you ever That's heard of that before. Tell me, can you tell, let's start with that. What is Spring Academy? Well, so imagine that you are looking. You well, let's let's go. With, you've got two different types of people. You've never touched Spring before. You know someone's never done Spring before, and they need a good place to start. Well. Spring Academy is there for you. It's got uh, a lot of introduction. It's just where we're, they're, they're, well, they're building their content, but it's like, hey, you could go out there and start learning Spring from scratch. But let's say there's a particular thing that you want to do and you don't know how to do it in Spring. Well, what if there was a course on it? Like, let's say I never, I've always done MVC and security, but I need to write this batch application. How do I do it? So, well, there's a right. course. There will be. A course on the batch. So, the, you know, we're working on it now. So, the very engineers that are involved with Spring will be helping create the content for the Spring Academy. It, it, so. Which is so amazing. And what's the price? Ah, you know better than I. I am just merely a pawn in a game of life. Okay, well, for the the uh, the the TLDR is you can get a lot done for free there. You don't have to yes. pay for. There's some stuff that's free. I think there's like a upsell at some point. But even there, it's dramatically uh, cheaper than what you would have gotten on for the equivalent thing years ago. Like if you had if you had come to us on the Spring team and said, "Hey, do you have training available?" Like two years ago, something like this would have been uh, many a lot of money more expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If and it wouldn't have been as convenient. So this is the goal. The goal here is we just want this to be as as accessible to everybody as possible, sort of in the same good spirit and good vibe uh, uh, as DevNexus, if you think about it. That sort of like just spread spread the, the knowledge, you know? Um, good stuff. Okay, so Spring Academy, spring.academy. That's the URL. It's awesome. I didn't know that Academy was a, a TLD. I didn't URL. either. I didn't either, so. <laughs> That's so cool. Like, I, I want to start a, you know, um, my own dot academy, but I don't even know where I would like. I guess I could just. I mean, let me see. Does Gandhi uh, do the right thing if I log in and ask it for a dot academy? Because I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna totally register something. I don't have anything particularly worthwhile that I can teach people that um, that uh, you know. Ooh, ooh, I'm glad I logged in. Turns out one of my one of my favorite domains is about to expire, so I'm glad I logged into my my domain. Wow. That, um, okay, so anyway, yeah, like that, that's, that, that Spring Academy is a win for anybody. I don't know what you're looking for, um, but you should go there. It's awesome. It's going to be big. You just watch, right? Um, 
what else? So you were so you started on Spring Innovation. Spring Innovation for people who are just joining us is a enterprise application integration technology. Is that fair? I mean, how yeah, absolutely. It was an implementation of the EIP, right? right? So if you've ever read the big thick black book enterprise integration patterns, Gregor Hope. We were talking about that on my on my show this morning, my live stream. Oh, you're uh, kidding! Oh I my gosh, I missed it. I'm sorry. No, you you were doing real work. Me, I'm just a streamer. It's fine, but. Uh, yeah, we were just by 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 sheer coincidence that's that came up this morning, and I showed people the book and everything. And uh, I just love how my world so often intersects with that stuff. Um, yes, so, yeah. So it it was actually it was started by Fish Mark Fisher. Then um, it was uh, taken over by ah um, um, gosh now I'm now I'm embarrassed. Ah, who took over after uh, it was Gary. Gary took over, and then Artem. Yep, and then Artem has now taken it over. And man, those folks do an awesome job. Keep growing it. The number of interfaces that it can hook into, as far as yeah. uh, then they build off of that. You got the Spring Kafka project, Spring AMQP. There is a what we call an experimental called Spring Pulsar. Right. And that is uh that is in still. I think it's still experimental. I don't think it's gone 1.0 yet. Right. And that's Chris Bono and Sobi Chaco. And then you have Spring Cloud Stream that's built on top of Spring Integration for your microservices. So we need to hook into your, um, uh, you want to hook into your favorite uh, messaging framework, like a Kafka or whatever. It, you don't think anymore of writing just, uh, um, gee, I've got to write this message publisher and hook into there and my message reader. No, 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 no. You just write a function. Whether it's well, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I, if I may, am we, I going too fast? So me to slow down. It's because it makes sense to you, but I just I, I feel like I know these are like uh, layers of of uh, sediment that we need to like unearth. You know, um, what the the hardest way to do it, and it's still a far sight easier than doing than using the lower level drivers. The hardest way to solve, let's say, a Kafka integration problem would be to use the Kafka driver. Right. right. Absolutely. Yes. Don't do that. We can say with a high degree of confidence, you won't appreciate the result. It's not a bad driver, but it's just a driver. Just in general, if your problem involves a driver, you're probably working at too low level. Okay? Agreed. Fair. Okay. Um, and which is why I get upset by people who are upset at the driver for not providing higher level facilities. That's not the job. The job is just to provide the, the thinnest layer around the protocol possible that I can use in my code, in my Java API or my C or whatever, right? Okay, so you've got the driver. Don't do that. Use something like uh, Spring for Apache Kafka. Yes. Right? Okay, better. That you'll get, and, and Spring has an, a lot of idioms uh, supporting things like um, te templates for, hi, owner, nice to see you. Hey, no. uh, nice to see, uh, <laughs> nice to see, uh, you've got this, 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 these idioms like templates for sending and working with, uh, you know, uh, connection factories and, and uh, message queues of, of that sort. It, it gives you boiled down templatized methods for that kind of common interaction with a service. You've got message listener containers. That's an idiom that's been in Spring for decades, right? And I think it was probably patterned originally off of message-driven beans, message-driven EJBs, right? Right. Um, you know, some some decades ago. Uh, but basically, it's just a it's a it's an object that takes the job of connecting to the message queue and dispatching. Uh, incoming messages to Spring Beans, okay? So, and then 
that in turn turned into a bunch of event listener types, right? You've got Kafka listener, you've got JMS listener, you've got rabbit listener, you've got all these annotations that you can use to signal that this method should be invoked in response to a message on a particular broker. Yes. What's wrong with that though? Why couldn't I just start with, why couldn't I just stay at the spring for RabbitMQ or spring for Apache Kafka level or JMS listener? Well, it's like this. That, and, that is, and see, that's an awesome question. I actually, I talked with a person last night at Atlanta, uh, at the AJUG last night. And the, the whole issue that we were bringing up was, is I was like, what do you do? And he was explaining what he was doing. And it was really cool. And he says, yeah, we do nothing but boot Kafka. And I started talking to him a little bit more. And I was like, now, you know, when you talk about streaming, what do you mean by streaming? And he said, oh, we're using Kafka. And I said, all right. And then as I was talking to him, I said, have you thought about using Spring Kafka? And uh, Apache Kafka, and he went, oh, yeah, we're using it. We couldn't imagine not using it, right? And so it's it's one of those things where it simplifies your life, where it have, where you have the basic API that Kafka offers, but then you have the, the Apache framework or the Spring for Apache that simplifies that, springifies it, gives you the basic good common sense uh, defaults that you want to have, especially when right. it integrates with boot. But then you say, okay, but I want to just focus on a microservice. I want to focus on solving a business problem. Not that I can't, but how can I focus on a business problem at hand? So let's say I want to do a transform. I'm taking in data and I want to transform that data and enrich that data so that I can send it down the line to other things. So it's, it's a classic scenario where I've got all these very uh, streams of data that are coming through Right. And I want to provide this one service that does that, receives it, grabs that data, drops it on the messaging framework. All right, right. Now, when I think about that, well, I've got to create a boot app. I've got to create, again, I've got to read from this topic. I've got to write to this topic. Right. And I've got to write my code to handle it. So are you using Spring for Kafka at this point? or? or... Well, I could. And I could use Spring for Kafka for that. And that, that works. It's great. It'll save you a lot of time. But what if you just want to focus on the actual just the business problem just the function right Ah, okay how can i do that that's when you say all right i want to go i want to graduate up from spring cloud uh or spring kafka i want to use a spring i'm going to bring in what's called spring cloud stream binding and i'm going to use the kafka binder and i'm going to pull that in now what code do i have to write in this case what i want to do is i want to now uh, just write a Java 8 function. It has an input and has the return value, the output. I write that code and I'm done. Now all I got to do is set properties to say I want this given topic to be my input into my uh, function. Then that will come in through the parameters. And the return result, I want it to go out to this topic. Right. And how do you test? Is it really easy if you just have a function? Like... And you test it in isolation. You test your function in isolation. And you say, well, I want to test a little bit more. I want to have pretend like I have my binders there, you know, right. or had, had. Spring Cloud Stream offers that. It offers those binders for you free of charge, right? So whether you, you could test your function in isolation or you can take it and write these, uh, uh, add these binders. And see, the thing is, the function is built. It, when you pull in Spring Cloud Stream, you automatically your your Java 8 function is actually a what we call a Spring Cloud function, right? You're, you're, it automatically makes it into a Spring Cloud function, so yeah. I can have my function in like a jar 
I pull my jar into there and then I just say, Spring Cloud Stream, here's the function name, use that yeah. function, tie it into this binder, into this binder, use the properties and let it go. Yeah. That way I could test that function in isolation no matter how it's used. So I, this is the, the potential, the realized potential of event-driven sort of architecture, right? This, this idea that you have this, you, you write your code in terms of events that come in and events that you emit or messages, right? I, I guess you could say events are another word for messages. Uh, mm -hmm. And by thinking like that, by thinking about explicit preconditions uh, pre and postconditions, by thinking about the, this is, I, I expect a thing of this shape and I'll produce a thing of this shape. You get this functional pipeline, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. And that, I mean, whether you like messaging or Kafka or whatever, it's inarguable that thinking about code in terms of um, variance and invariance in terms of this very sort of dogmatic approach to I, I'm going to have a function. It gets one thing. Here's what it does. It's pure. It's clean. It's whatever. That helps make it easy to test. It helps make your code more scalable. It helps, them, it helps when you need to recompose things and put them in different order. And the fact that Spring Cloud Stream facilitates that composition and it's just a bunch of properties. Oh, isn't that great oh. with the composition? And you're like, oh, I have these four functions. I want to go in and just through properties say I want function A to feed function B to feed function C. Right. Done. I, so that was your whole, that was the JIRA assignment for the day. I'm going home, you know, like. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think it, what I love also, again, is that being able to test it in isolation. A function mm -hmm. is a function. Test it in isolation. And it, you are given that features through Spring Cloud Stream, and even like like if you talk about to the Kafka level, they've they've pulled the, the registry back into Spring Cloud Stream. So the schema registry that you had, you yeah. don't have to pull another project. It's right there in Spring Cloud Stream automatically. Wow. And whether and when you're using Spring Cloud Stream, we talk about Kafka a lot, but it also supports AMQP. Wow. So you just pull in a new dependency for AMQP. You can use, like I said, Pulsar is still experimental, but it's there if you're using it. I've used it. I like it. I'm a fan. Um, yeah. But there's also other binders. I mean, uh, community really binders are out there. Yeah. Kinesis, yeah. Google PubSub. Or, or Google Kinesis. PubSub, yeah. Um, we mentioned uh, RabbitMQ. We've got Kafka, Pulsar, Google Hub, PubSub, Service Bus, I think. Azure Service Bus, isn't that a binder these days? I, I don't know. know. I'm not sure if it's – because it may not be ours. There's, a, I think, the Alibaba. Uh, yeah, Alibaba has, I think, an implementation. But I, yeah. I can't say that for sure, but I think they do. I, I, I only know the ones that we – we that I putz with or right. we putz with, yeah. Uh, yeah, my point is that binder mechanism is phenomenal because it lets you – work in terms of, you know, standard in, standard out, right? Message in, message out. You have this very, like, clean, functional, easily tested, composable uh, style. I love it. I'm a big fan. Okay. Yes. To the extent that that allows you to build little little Lego blocks, you know? Yes. Um, what's the best way? I mean, I, that's code. That's Java. That's properties. That gets me started. That's That could be enough. But what yeah. if I want to change the version of the stream? How do I make sure the old streams taper off? And I have the new one start taking over when there's new requests. Oh no, you're talking about like orchestration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what what can what can do that. Um, you know there is a product I have heard of it before. It's called uh, uh, Spring Cloud Dataflow, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, so Spring Cloud Dataflow says basically this. So imagine a world where you don't just have one stream where a, you know, I have a a, a 
uh, you know, a simple stream where it's um, a, a, a producer, a function, yeah. and a consumer. What we will call a source, a processor, and a sink, right? Okay. Yeah. Just the basics, the foundation bits. Well, what if I were to say, look, you don't just have one of these. You've got maybe hundreds of these streams. And it's just not one source. It's yeah. 10 sources. And it's got five, cons five consumers and 50 processors. How can I compose these things? Sprint Cloud Dataflow allows you to use either a UI uh, a shell interface or even the RESTful API, and you can design how you want your streams to look. Right. And you basically register your Java application. And what we do is, is, or what Dataflow does, is it will deploy it to your local system. It will deploy it to Kubernetes, to TAS or Cloud Foundry. And it will actually push your jars or your Docker files or Docker containers out where you want right. them to go and tie them together. And so that all you have to do is think about registering your jar, registering your Docker file, composing or orchestrating your stream. Right. Dataflow guarantees it deploys it. And here's the best part. I decide that I need to update, let's say, the, a transformer, right? Again, okay. that thing that does the transform of that data. Uh, me, and I go out there and I can go out and add a new version tell it, hey, here's where the jar is, and then I can say Dataflow, for this given stream, for that app right there, upgrade it. And it will guarantee that it will upgrade it. It will, it basically, it lets it finish off the work it does. When it's done, it, or sorry, it brings up the new one, shuts the old one down, reroutes the traffic to the new one. You don't do anything. You just say specify new version, or you're like, oh crap, it's bad. Let me roll it back. Dataflow right. say, I'll roll it back for you. No problems. Done. Amazing. So uh, the thing is, you just talked about something kind of interesting. If As long as you've hooked up Dataflow to your Kubernetes, for example. Yes. Mm -hmm. to the, all you need to do is deploy Docker images to a place where Dataflow can see them. Yep. And that's it. And then you don't have, and you have to deploy, you have to tell Dataflow where your Kafka or RabbitMQ or whatever it is. Nope. But, you don't even have to do that? No, all you have to, well, what you're allowed to do is you, in Dataflow, you say, what is my platform? And you declare where your platform is. It says, it's this Kubernetes cluster here. Or you can even get this wild. Here's my Cloud Foundry and my TAS over here. Yeah. Here's my Kubernetes over here. I want to deploy this stream over here. And they're connected through some kind of Kafka that can transcend both, which is used to doable, right? Yeah. And you can deploy that there, and you can deploy the other stream on on the side. Uh, on the side, so you can allow to deploy your various pieces wherever you want them to go. Right. I could deploy to Kubernetes or Cloud Foundry or multiple instances of Cloud Kubernetes. You just tell Dataflow where you need it to go; it will go. But it, it doesn't deploy Kafka proper. But it it you tell it where Kafka is. Yes, yes, it'll, absolutely. It'll yes. it'll do things like deploy the like in RabbitMQ. It'll deploy the queues for you. The yes. Exchanges. It'll make sure that the infrastructure required to run that stream exists. So you're not exactly managing your broker. You're mm -hmm. just managing this your jars or your Docker container, and the definition of the stream. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And and one of the other things that we do is a common question is like the a queue or a topic is considered a um, protected resource. We're not allowed to create them. Well, what does 
stream do or Dataflow do with stream in that case? And what that is, is that Dataflow says, look, if you want me to out of the box, I'll create the, the topic or I'll create the, uh, the queue right. uh, or the exchange. I'm sorry, the exchange. But we can also make it defensive. You can also set a property that says, hey, if that topic isn't there or that, or that exchange isn't there, we won't create it. Yeah, we'll honor your request. We won't try, right? Okay. We'll let you know. And that's it'll fail fast too. So now you know yes. whether this is going to work or not, or if it's going to silently fail in production when traffic starts rolling in at midnight, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. When you deploy a stream, Dataflow will actually, you could go to Dataflow and say, what's the status of this stream? Deploying. Right. All right. What's it deploying? It's deploying. Okay. Three of the five elements of your stream are being deployed. The other two are, or sorry, the other two are waiting. Okay. All five are up. You're green, ready to go. Or, hey, I was able to deploy four. Right. The fifth one, for whatever reason, failed investigate then you go in and say what let me let me go view the logs on it what happened there and so you're allowed to go view why did this stream marcus fail it's because this particular stream element or, or app failed to deploy why uh i've done this before where i tried to deploy a jar to kubernetes and kubernetes says what's this why yeah, why? You have this Docker stuff. Because I, I registered it as a jar. Oh, let me go back and go put my Docker container in, right? Oh, my. I know. Glenn is guilty. <sighs> Silly me. So, okay. Those are yes. great for – that's great, great for long-running processes where I've, I've got a pipeline of uh, mutations and transformations and what all. Um, we just did. I don't know if you saw Glenn, old pal, a friend of mine. But, um, yes, sir. And again, I know that you have a real job, but like – we just did a whole not great Strange. series on Spring Batch. And, uh, really? Yes. And nobody died, as far as I know. No, was anybody injured? Probably. I mean, I certainly <sighs> brains were harmed in the making of this, this these videos. But nonetheless, uh, I'm a big fan, as you know. About yes, the, I am too. Yeah. So what, what's the alternative? For every long-running process out there, there might be a finite, short-lived fill-in-the-blank. What is that? Yes. So, oh my gosh. So let's talk about the world of the ephemeral world, the world that starts, does something and stops. Right. That's not a function. It's an app that does its job and then goes bye-bye. Right. <laughs> so that's a batch application. A bat, or, or, that's what we call it. Sorry, an ephemeral app. Spring Boot, believe yeah. it or not, can run ephemeral apps. It could be a command line runner, an application runner. But let's go through the scenario. I want to read Two million, let's say 500,000 records from a database, and, or no, 500 records from a flat file, sure. right? And I want to filter them, process them, and insert them into a database. Now, I can write a lot of code. I can make sure that's transactional. I can right. write the code for that. And it does, it gets run and does it stop and it's done. But what if I could just configure that? Right have a couple of builders do that for me. Like I create a job through a builder. Then I create a uh, series of steps and each step has a reader, a processor and a writer. And I configure what kind of transaction I want. And I say, use this transaction, read from this given flat file. Oh, it's already CSV. Okay. That's right. fine. I'll, you know, I have a CSV reader, and then I do a, 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 a process it, do whatever processing I want, and I write it, and it's transactional. Spring Batch does that for me, and all I've got to do is 
use the builders. And the best part is, is like when I do it, I can set it up to where it's restartable. Like, oh, at record 200,000 of the 500,000, it fails. Uh, oh my gosh, would that ever happen? Never. Sure, not, not in your data, but mine. You know. <laughs> so Spring Batch says, oh, you left off at record 200,000. We can make it where you can pick it up and record, pick it up at 200,001 and finish Keep that going. job. And that way you don't lose time. It right. records its state. So the state is always recorded so you know exactly how that batch job is completed and what happened. And then you have this other realm where it says, look, okay, you could do that, but what? how does a batch job exist in like yeah. what what if i want to run it as a part of like uh like i want to have it where when the batch job runs this is what i was about to ask you i think yeah. I, I think you know where you're going yes go ahead if i so right now spring boot has this neat default where if you have a job or more than one spring batch job defined in your application yeah by default, you run the Spring Boot app, and Spring Boot will launch. It'll it'll create a job launcher and then run your jobs for you. Yes. What if one of those fails? How do I know? Well, that is where you would use something called like Spring Cloud Dataflow. Spring Cloud Dataflow says, look, what you would want to do is you're going to take your batch app, right? You write your all right. You write you go to start. Dot spring. What, what's that last part? Start. Dot spring. Dot, I oh. hope. I oh, that's it. What's yes. it? That's the second best place. Exactly. There's one one other pl better place. That's production. Go on. Okay. All right. So mm -hmm. you go over there. You start your app. Or sorry. You, you say I want Spring Batch. I want a specific database that I want to record the results to. Like Postgres or Postgres. Yep. I want to make this also a task. A Spring oh, task. So you're not talking about Dataflow at the moment. You're just talking about Spring Cloud Task. Yes. Well, I'm just talking about these pieces. This is what you need to have. And then you add your JDBC um, API. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you get your jar that uh, spring dot, uh, start .spring .o creates. You write your batch app. You add at enable task. You make your jar. You make Maven clean install. Right. Oh, sorry, Maven clean package package. Then I go to Dataflow and I say, Dataflow. I want to register that app, right? that jar. And it says, and what name do you want to apply? I want to apply Glenn Batch, right? right. Then what I do is I go into data, uh, data flow and I say, uh, create a task definition named Glenn Batch that's based on, again, that jar I just made. And I want you to run it. Right. And then Dataflow executes it, whether it's going to be on your local file system, on your local system, on your... Kubernetes or your TAS, wherever you have, wherever you want it, you tell it what platform you want to run it on, it will run it there. And then you say, how do I know if it was successful? I can then go to task executions or job executions that's on the UI or from the uh, rest, RESTful API or from the shell and say, what are the status of my task executions or my batch jobs? And it will say, oh, here are your list of batch jobs. Oh, uh, Glenn Batch? It was green or it failed. Gee, it failed. Let me select that batch job. What happened? Oh, step one, uh, step four of five had a problem. Oh, let me go uh, fix that data. I could tweak that data. Bad. And then I go back and I say, relaunch that batch job. 
and then Tyaniflow will make sure and relaunch that for you. And then the default behavior batch say, or the behavior batch says, oh, this is where you left off at. Pick it up. Let's finish it. So is is the, that the, it seems like task is the shim. It's the thing that allows me to take a square peg and put it in a data flow hole, right? Like Yes, that is correct. That is it, correct. It, it, it speaks the life cycle that data flow understands and it can – doesn't matter what your job is doing as long as it gets wrapped by this delicious right and that and that is why see data flow sees everything as a microservice yeah right it sees a stream as a series of microservices which that's what it is but it sees a batch or it sees that ephemeral app as a ephemeral microservice it still has 12 factors it's got a log it's got to have ability for configuration it's the whole suite of the, what it takes to be a, a a microservice. Right. So it's just an ephemeral microservice. So a batch app, or, or when a Spring Boot batch app, it has most of everything, but Task finishes it out. It records the state of that batch application. Mm-hmm. And, or, or sorry, that application. It records that. It gives you those features that you need in order to make up that a microservice, or again, ephemeral microservice. Nice. So that's the reason why it's required. He's like, why require task if it's a batch app? Well, because we're running them as microservices. And what you get out of this is the ability to go in and be able to check how my apps are going, restart my apps. And in some cases, what people do is they actually schedule uh, through Spring Cloud Dataflow, you can actually schedule your batch applications to run. So you can say, uh, go to uh, the cron job available on Kubernetes and say, I want to run you know, this batch app once a day, uh, go. And it actually ties into the cron job on Kubernetes and we'll do that for you and launch that app, wow. guaranteed. Yes. So it's, it's really intense what it can do for you and time saver. And I, I could use, so Dataflow is like, that's where you want to go. That's where, that means I can start thinking about streams and uh, tasks, ephemeral or long running microservices. I can yes. think about them in a consistent way and I have an operations. I don't have to build all that out. Absolutely. I love that, right? And the best part is, is that with the latest release of batch five and uh, task three, we've, uh, uh, it's not included yet with Dataflow. Dataflow can't launch executables, right? But, um, and right now, uh, Dataflow right now is only launching 2.7, but we are working on making it where task can launch, or Dataflow can launch task two, or sorry, uh, uh, boot 2.7 and boot 3.0. We're working on that. So it's not there yet, but it's getting there. And, but, um, but let's say you are running these on your own. The wonderful stuff that you get with the boot, uh, sorry, the batch five and the task three is native compilation. We're now using micrometer observations. You get all that now. You get all the latest and greatest that's coming with batch, uh, which is like a violent, you know, they've improved the job parameters. Do you remember the job parameters that say how I want to identify my job instance? Well, it used to be that when you set up a job parameter, it had to be a string, a date, a long, yeah. or a, I think it was like a double. Yeah. But now it's any content type you want. It could be anything. Objects? Yeah. Like- it could be. It's basically, it's, it's you tell us what type it is, and that's it. And it basically does the translation. You know, basically, no. it's, it's using um, – actually, I had to grab my notebook here, but um, – 
it you know it's let's say blah 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 yeah but uh it's using spring conversion service to say you want to store this fine i'll store that right and even at the command line it, you know when you're saying your dash dash or you're specifying whether it's identifying or right. not they have a new format so that you can say i want to have here's the here's my name here's my value and either as a JSON or a comma delimited, you could say, here is, here's the, here's again, the name equals the value, comma, the type, and whether it's identifying or not. It's cool stuff, right? Super cool. So, and I, I look, the reason that's important for people who are not kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, you know, please, in the, in the mix here, um, job parameters are used, they get passed into a run for a given job. That job has, um, certain behaviors that depend on those parameters. So that, for example, if you're doing a report at midnight, you want the current date, right? Yes. So, you know which, so you can key that. Sometimes how you want that job to have certain parameters that are identifying. That is to say, if I'm already running the report at midnight for the current day, I don't want to run it again. I just need one per day. Yes. And I can use that key to dedupe it. I can stop it from running again. So, and also, I can restart that one job. Here's this job with these parameters. Start this one specific job. None of the others, just right. that one. And don't start and a then, new one. Just and it'll pick up where it left off at. And, yes. And I've always, and, and right now, there's like a job parameters, add, uh, int, or add, uh, you know, whatever. You can set certain parameters. You're saying you can actually have a whole, like, just JavaLang object subclass? And basically, it's like I said, uh, uh, that's what the thing is. It uses the conversion service. What do you want to store there, right? That's amazing. And see, the other thing was is they did a tweak, too. It's like in the past, we always stored everything. You know, it was basically JSON, and it was always – now he does everything, stores everything in the database as, a, uh, as far as, like, the context and this data as basically base64. So, again, it, it improves the flexibility of what you could store as far as your batch context, the job parameters. It's okay, right? What do you need to store? Oh, store great. it. So yeah. that you can give it, so the, so the conversion service is text, basically. The parameters that you give it on the command line are going to be text. Yes. Conversion, the conversion service takes the text and turns it into whatever, for whatever thing there is a converter for in the, in the Yes. But, but are you saying, so then the, the result is the input value or is it the result that gets stored as base 64? This result gets stored as base 64, then it pulls it back out, then it goes to your conversion service and blop right back out. So the goal is, is that you store anything you want. You don't have to worry about the special characters. All that's handled for you behind the scenes. Yeah. You're not restricted on your job parameters. You get all, you get a lot more flexibility. Um, I've, done, I've done hacks. I've, I've done horrible hacks over the years. Like I've passed in Jason. Yeah of an object and then i inject it in my job as like a, in my step or whatever as a as a string and then i explicitly convert it into an object again i dehydrate i i rehydrate it you know uh now it sounds like all that just goes away that's just give it a shot give it a play yeah. i mean that's and that was the thing as i sat there and like i said even like with you passing in a command line how do you want to pass it in you know you can it's up to you. I mean, and like it, like I said, he says, look, if you want to pass it in as a JSON string, whereas dash, you know, like name equals JSON, you can have mm -hmm. it that way, or you can specify the common delimited value. It's up to you. Um, read the documentation. Uh, there were some things that he did retire uh, in the 5.0 release. I, I think the one thing we want people to also understand is that in the past, in boot 2.7 and before, you always had to say at mm -hmm. enable batch processing. Processing, yeah. 
And that would say, hey, turn on, activate your job launcher to launch your jobs. Don't do that anymore in batch three. Sorry, boot three. Don't do it anymore because guess what? Boot says if you put enable batch enable batch processing, we want you will control how the job launcher and all that stuff. We won't auto configure it. But if you leave it off, it will do like it you did before in two seven, where it would do all the auto configuration for you for the job launcher and whatnot. So that is a change in boot itself, not batch, but in boot three zero. And I get why it's there, but nonetheless, I hope people listen to that one part. If you listen, ignore everything else. Listen to that part right there. <laughs> If there are compiler errors, they'll tell you what to do. But this is one of those things where you're gonna just gonna scratch your head unless you are unless you are listening to this or uh, reading the docs. And I think we should have that particular thing in big bold H1 headline <laughs> font, you know, at the very top of the Spring Batch section of the Spring Boot docs. Or better yes, yet, top of the Spring Boot docs. Like it's, just put it up there, right there. Right spring there. Boot. Don't forget to don't use enable batch processing yeah. Delete anymore. Enable batch yeah. processing unless you explicitly know what you're doing. You don't need this. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Oh, buddy, buddy. I think we've, I don't know. It's just. Have we good. burned an hour already? It's It's been an hour, and I think people are, are, are ready to go. They're chomping at the bit to go try it out themselves. Uh, I think it's time. It's time. Um, Dev Nexus, that's about a month from now. You said the. Yeah. April like 4th to the 6th. Come in, join us. Okay. And remember, I love Java, all caps for a 25% mm -hmm. discount. Remember, it's only $5.95. That's amazing, truly. And then if they and, and you'll be there. That's a big draw. I you'll will be, be there. You'll be debuting a shirt or two every day, every day, maybe you'll even be, twice a day. You'll be fully clothed every day. That's a promise. Um, <laughs> I hope so. If I don't, it's like, oh, he's tired. Yeah. <laughs> God, somebody get that man a cup of coffee. <laughs> Stab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then, uh, yeah, new new spring. Uh, everything like spring yeah i mean you're giving a talk on spring we've got uh spencer give i think he's giving one on gateway the updates on spring cloud uh, spring security right. uh, jonathan's giving a talk on the new stuff that we're doing with micrometer uh the we have the spring boot 3.0 workshop learn all the good stuff oh, there yeah. uh that's going to be there uh uh, uh dan's given one with uh nate um we've got deshaun and whitney Ooh. giving talks on uh, uh gosh i'm ashamed i forgot what they're talking about ah! josh coming is giving like a good puzzler kind of talk um hi uh wow. new guinea look at there hello uh, just talk to you and uh i trying to think what else who else is there i'll be giving a talk with uh um uh 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 Felipe, and we'll be giving a talk on uh, the experimental project Spring uh, Modulus. Oh, uh, so, amazing. yes, it's going to be amazing. a great, great time. Uh, lots of fun, lots to learn, talk with people on the, the tracks. Um, and then, you know, there's always the summer coming up, late summer. Something might be happening then. I don't know. We'll, oh. we'll talk about that later. You know, I love spring, though. I love spring That's in the so summer. Nice. <laughs> okay okay fine. anything's possible hey um actually if 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 poker can be a sport then you know what spring in the summer let's do this let's go come on let's do it let's do it glenn sure. uh you're my favorite I'm, I'm gonna miss talking to you it's been it's been a blast my friend yeah. it's been a blast i enjoy it thank y'all folks for coming and uh hope y'all have a wonderful wonderful time and
we'll see y'all around. Yeah. See you at DevNexus. Bye, everybody. A Beautiful Podcast is produced by me, Josh Long. I do these podcasts because I believe that everything we do in software is for and made better by people. I want to hear from you. I'm Josh at joshlong.com by email or at S-T-A-R-B-U-X-M-A-N on Twitter, where, of course, my direct messages are wide open. Do you have guest ideas, topic suggestions, feedback? Don't hesitate to reach out. If you like the show, then please consider rating it on iTunes and leaving a review, uh, as it really helps the show. I sampled music from Steve Combs's Them from Morning and Springtime and Steve Combs's Small Victory, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons license. I'm trying to hire production assistants to make the production of this podcast easier. I want to make sure that we can add things like show notes and transcripts and, and just generally do more. If you would like to advertise on the show, then please reach out to me. Uh, and if you can't uh, or don't want to advertise but would like to otherwise support the show, then please consider supporting me at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Josh Long for as low as $4 a month. Thanks again. No harm came to any seasons in the making of this podcast.